I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is... 2020 Potter Predictions Hello listeners, I'm Rhea And I'm Jem And we're back for the new year yeah, and we're in the same room for once. Yes, very exciting. So much easier for us to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back. I know that we were away for the January 1st episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because we had a short break, because we never do that, so. We needed to chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, back to our normal practice of doing some 2020 predictions. Looking with 2020 vision into the future. <laughs> well, it's not in the future because today is January 1st in our world. It's January 15th <laughs> for you. Um, yes, we took a big holiday on January the 1st to record our episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So should we just get straight into predicting and then renounce our special news at the end of the episode? I think so. Yeah. Spoiler alert, listeners, we have a special announcement for the end of the episode. Some of you may have already guessed it. Yeah. But if you want to know what the announcement, you have to wait for the whole end of the episode. We're not going to tell you what timestamp it is. No. You have to listen to us talk. <laughs> you have to stick with us through this. Yeah. Through this trying time of predictions. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, prediction number one. So Fantastic Beasts 3 will start filming in the spring of 2020 in Rio de Janeiro. So spring in the Northern Hemisphere is March to May, but I don't know if they're doing it by spring in... Latin American time or spring in American time or mm-hmm. UK time. So spring's real fucking vague. Thanks. Um, <laughs> David Yates will be directing and JK Rowling and Steve Clovis, boo, will be writing. <laughs> um, I can't wait. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> so what I think is going to happen because of this is that on Pottermore and through JK's Twitter, we're going to be hearing a lot more about Castelo Brujo, which is the school in Brazil. And yeah. that's I'm guessing that pronunciation. The Brazilian um, School of Magic, yeah. Yeah, because I'm guessing that's gonna come into it somehow. Yeah, I think JK's already confirmed that we're going to be learning a lot more about that school of magic. Oof. Hmm. Right. So here's what I had about the Fantastic Beast Three title as yet unknown. It's not gonna be coming out in twenty twenty. No. It was supposed to come out in twenty twenty, but then Crimes of Grindelwald did so poorly in the box office <laughs> That they delayed the third movie so that JK could rewrite the script and they pushed her down from sole writer to co-writer and brought in Steve Close. How embarrassing. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's what she deserves. She had it coming. She had it coming. God, don't clap into the microphone like that. Um, Look, it's what she deserves. Um, And 
Yeah, I didn't say it was releasing, I said it was filming. Yeah, that, that is what you said. Um, I think it's due to release in November 21. So. Woo! <laughs> Can't wait Yay. for that. So you'll hear more about that in our 2021 predictions <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Already getting ahead of ourselves. What's your next prediction? My next prediction is... Um, this trend of fans blasting JK for her turf comments will continue. Fans who are Jewish, Asian, Irish, and LGBT plus will continue to voice their disappointment in reference to in-canon representation, be it Goblins and Goldsteins, Cho Chang and the Patel sisters, Seamus Finnegan and Dumbledore Grindelwald, respectively. JK will ma- maintain radio silence until finally snapping at someone's fan art or headcanon of trans Tonks and saying she isn't trans, she really isn't. And then a hashtag for Tonks is trans will start up kind of like the hashtag series is gay thing that went on a while back. And it will just like get wildfire. And then Natalie uh, Tenner, who played Tonks, will show her support for trans Tonks. <laughs> that is exactly what's going to happen. That was so many things that you just said <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> I've seen it in the tea leaves. It's definitely happening. Yeah. God, your inner eye is wide the fuck open. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I criticize you for clapping the microphone into the exact same thing. <laughs> let's let's roll it back a little a little bit. So let's talk about JK Rowling officially coming out as a turf on her Twitter. I mean, it's it's we been done coming. It's, we, we knew it was coming. Yeah. It's yeah. disappointing. All that. It's infuriating. It's disgusting. No mm-hmm. one liked that. Yep. So for anyone who's not familiar, who doesn't follow JK on Twitter, valid. That's You should continue doing yeah, that. Yeah, continue to unfollow her on Twitter. Yeah. So earlier this month, I think, I don't have the exact date. Oh, except, God. yes, I do, because I can just click straight into the tab and let's look at it. It was the 19th of December. There we are. Uh, JK Rowling tweeted out this. Dress however you please, call yourself whatever you like, sleep with any consenting adult who will have you, live your best life in peace and security, but force women out of their jobs for stating that sex is real, hashtag I stand with Maya, hashtag this is not a drill. So for anyone who's not fully aware of the context, I'm also not fully aware of the context. As far as I understand, there is a transphobic turf woman in Britain who was trying to get a trans woman fired. No, I think it's like she's just made a bunch of comments and... She wasn't even fired or something like that. She was just, like, threatened with being fired because she made a bunch of transphobic comments online. I think that the transphobic woman was fired and oh. then she tried to sue and say that it was discrimination because you you shouldn't be fired for being a turf, according to her. I think you should. But then she lost that court case because, obviously. Yeah. And JK is saying, I stand with this person. She shouldn't have gotten fired for being transphobic. Ew. Um... Yeah, so this has basically been coming for a long time. We've known that JK is transphobic for a long time through mm. her actions and deeds. We've talked about it on the podcast before. But this is the first time that she's come out really openly with it. Yeah. Like, there's no chance for her agent agent to swoop in and be like, Oh, senior moment. Middle age moment. Oh. oh, she didn't mean it. She accidentally no. smashed the keyboard and was a turf. Yeah. yeah. No, that didn't happen. No, she's drawn the line in the sand. Mm-hmm. So, um,. Yeah, I was very upset, very angry. Um, (laughs) I think my entire Twitter feed that day was just outpourings of love and support for trans Harry Potter fans. Mm, Mostly from other fans or from, like, authors from... There was, like... Did you see it? Was it um, Human Rights Watch or something that posted about 
like how transphobia isn't okay, they're directly referencing JK's tweet. Human mm. Rights Watch <laughs> was like, yeah. fuck JK. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine I, doing that big of a 180. Like, <laughs> imagine Human Rights Watch being like, fuck JK Rowling, this woman who created this, like, universe which has inspired so many people to volunteer their life and money to mm-hmm. supporting other people's human rights. Yeah. Crazy. It's, it's madness. I just saw lots of Harry Potter podcasters being like, you'll never hear these sorts of views on our podcast. We stand yeah. with our trans listeners 100%. Shout out to literally every other Harry Potter <laughs> podcaster. Yep. Doing the good good work. Yeah. Mm. It's... And obviously, that's us too. Yeah, <laughs> like... that's us. That's here. All of our trans listeners love you 100%. Love you 100%. Right into us. Yeah, you're yeah. great. If you want to come on air and just rant about JK <laughs> for like 40, to, 40 minutes to 50 minutes, you are welcome to contact us. We will get a Skype session. <laughs> yeah, we will sort it out somehow. <laughs> yeah. And then let's talk about all the characters that are trans in the, in the books. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, it's all of them. <laughs> it's all of them. Surprise. Fuck JK. And then we're gonna send we're gonna send the episode directly to JK's email account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Twitter. We're gonna like just basically harass her with this entire Yeah. That'll be great. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the tea on that. <laughs> um, my next prediction: Daniel Radcliffe will refuse to take part in Warner Bros.'s endeavor to do a film adaptation of *The Cursed Child*. Okay, with good reason. My notes are so orderly; it's like one piece of media at a time, and you are just jumping all over the fucking place. <laughs> Look, I wrote this. I was pretty mad. I think it was like December twentieth that I wrote this. I was straight out of that J.K. Rowling garbage file. So, Cursed Child movie. I was struggling to find accurate information on this. I've heard all official sources saying it's not happening. I've heard that Warner Brothers has bought the rights and is already in early development. I've heard that Daniel Radcliffe is absolutely coming back to play Harry Potter. I've heard that Daniel Radcliffe has refused to come back to play Harry Potter. So, I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) I, I anticipate a Cursed Child movie... Absolutely, yes, it is happening. I don't think it's happening this year, and I don't think it's happening anytime soon. I, I think it's happening post-Fantastic Beasts. I do not think it's going to happen, ever. Ever? No. Really? Because it's less money. When you mm. make a movie, you're making less money out of that story. Whereas when you're travelling around the world doing a play over years and years and years, again and again and again, mm-hmm. that's constant money yeah. coming in, then doing a movie. That's true. But Warner Brothers isn't getting the money from the Cursed Child movie. No. No, sorry, from the Cursed Child play. Hmm. So they'll still want to make the movie and get money from it. Okay. I still don't think a movie's going to happen, but if it does, it won't be until way after Fantastic Beasts. So I don't know, what's, what's year going to be? 2035, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and Daniel Radcliffe will refuse to do it. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he will. I think Daniel Radcliffe will flirt with the idea of doing it for a while and tease Warner Brothers, but I don't think he'll come back. No. He's, he doesn't want to. <laughs> like... No. And I think if he doesn't come back, Emma and Rupert won't come back, mm. but maybe other more tertiary oh, characters Tom will. Felton will be there. Tom Felton <laughs> is one of the only actors that is still trying to do Harry Potter reunions. <laughs> He's looking at pics of like the, the good old days being in like the Harry Potter films. He is so keen. He would definitely come back. Yeah. And that's such a good representation of Draco in the play, too, so he would be down for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Cursed Child movie, inevitable, 
but I'm I'm looking at more like a 10, 15 year timeline. I think it's not going to be till all the Fantastic Beasts are done. Yep. And until the Cursed Child play has opened in a lot more cities and played for a lot longer time. Mm-hmm. By the way, listeners, I think last time I predicted I was going to go see the Cursed Child this year, <laughs> I didn't. Yep. I didn't have money for it. Yep. But maybe in 2020, we'll see. You might get that Cursed Child review from Rhea episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even if I do have the money, I'm not going to do it because <laughs> I have no intention to see it. I think that like the next move for the Cursed Child player, because so far it's been UK, North America, Australia, I think its next move is going to be either New Zealand or Japan and China. Mm-hmm. I think I read that a new play was opening up in San Francisco. Mm. Is that the original place where it is in America? I assumed it would have been New York. As the I would original. have thought New York. So Yeah, because it's in Times Square. Yeah. Because there was that big announcement. Right. Yeah, so it's another one has opened in San Francisco. Yeah, I forget how big America is. America's huge. It's only slightly bigger than Australia. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So they need like one on each coast, I guess. Is San Francisco East Coast? I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who fucking knows? <laughs> Um, sorry. <laughs> We're not from you, America. <laughs> the only thing I know about San Francisco is Lost Black Man from San Francisco, which is a great movie. Okay. That's all I know about it. Um, I know that has that big red bridge. Yeah, and there's a bunch of gays in it. And also Magneto broke that bridge. Yeah, Prison Island. Yeah, Prison Island. From X Men 3. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Our cultural touchstone. <laughs> oh, no, and the apes. The apes from Planet of the Apes. He, he runs across to the, like, the trees. Yeah. And that's where he plays when he's a baby ape. And then he's like. Yeah, the Redwoods. Yeah. That's yeah. where Leslie Nope goes with Ben. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that's where they filmed the Ewoks in Star Wars. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, what's the Ewok planet called? I don't fucking know. Endor. The moons of Endor. Wow. Yeah. The only other thing I know about San Francisco, this is the last thing, I promise, is that's where Mia lives in Princess Diaries 1, because she's trying to go up the hill, and she, she fucks it up. Yes. And then, yeah. That really steep hill. Yeah. That's it. That's my entire knowledge of San Francisco. Cloverfield set there. Oh, no, that's set in New York, because Isn't remember, it? it's got the fucking Statue of Liberty on the poster. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I was just thinking they were trying to go across the bridge, and then Cloverfield knocks down the bridge, and no. I thought that was the... San Francisco Bridge. But it's not. You're right, it's no, New York. No. There must be a bridge in New York that I haven't heard of. I'm assuming there's several bridges. <laughs> like Brooklyn Bridge, maybe. You loving this, American listeners? <laughs> Is it making you want to scream? American listeners are losing their minds at their phones right now. They're like, please stop talking. <laughs> Alright. Um... That's fair. That's fair. The other Look, cursed child American thing... listeners, I'll pay you ten bucks if you can name four Australian cities without Googling it, okay? <laughs> That's tense. Maybe, can I name four American cities? I mean, not American cities, Australian cities. Yeah, yes, probably. easily. <laughs> but can I name all of them? <laughs> anyway, um, the other cursed child... Ooh, sorry. <laughs> the other cursed child thing that happened this year is we got Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, The Journey, some sort of companion book to the cursed child, which um, is like how the play was created. Okay. I haven't bought it, haven't read it, not interested. I mean, I would probably be more interested in reading that than the actual script for the play, because yeah. I'm fine with theatre, I love theatre, I love to know how they do all the mechanics of the stage, and I'm like, that sounds fun. But mm. I don't like the play, so. I'm not going to spend money on it, but if I found it in the library, or if someone gave oh, yeah. it to me, I would read it. I'd borrow that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have respect for the actors, mad respect for that, so. Mm-hmm. My other predictions, I have two more, because I okay. did not fuck around, I... Just didn't care about this episode because uh, I was pretty mad about JK. We love you, listeners. We pour our heart and soul into every episode. Look, I've had like three episodes where I haven't done research. This is one of them. All right. Um, a trailer will drop for the Harry Potter RPG game, like an official trailer, oh, not a, not a yes. leaked trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Any thoughts on that? Oh, 
Fuck, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I want that game. I want it so much. I feel like it won't be early 2020 or mid-2020. It'll be like November, December 2020. That's when mm-hmm. I feel like it'll happen. I don't have any other reaction to that than just, I hope so. Yeah. God, oh. I, I want that game. I want to know more about that. I want to play the game. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's one good prediction. Yeah. Ex- one exciting thing. Yeah. And what's your final prediction? My final prediction will be Emma Watson will open Twitter, tweet, hashtag trans women are women, and then turn off her phone. <laughs> oh, incredible. That's it. Isn't there that photo of her wearing a shirt saying trans women are women? Yeah, trans rights or something like that. Yeah. She wears a lot of feminist stuff like that because she's a good girl. Yeah, Emma's great. Emma's lovely. Yeah, good. <laughs> All good predictions. Um, wasn't there something else I was going to say about JK being a turf? probably who cares just yeah the only other thing that i want to say on that topic is that the wording of her tweet is really weird Mm. and it can seem deceptively okay yes if you're not familiar with how transphobia can be like talked about like Mm -hmm. because if you look at that like it happened to mark hamill yeah yeah yeah, I want to talk about Mark Hamill. Yeah. So people saw that Mark Hamill liked this tweet and they were very upset by that, yeah. which is really fair because Mark Hamill has always been pretty vocally in support of like the queer community and the trans community in specific. Mm. Mm. So it's upsetting to see him liking transphobic stuff. Yeah. But then he came out and said, oh, sorry, I didn't understand what the tweet was about. I just yeah. read the first few lines and agreed with them. Yeah. So the first few lines, like, dress however you please, call yourself whatever you like, like... If you don't know that this tweet is about shaming trans women, because I read it trying to think from the perspective of Mark Hamill, and I thought, you might think that it's a sex-positive thing. Yeah. If you don't know what the hashtags mean. Mm. Because I I don't use sex to mean gender anymore, because I'm not transphobic. Yeah. <laughs> so when I mean gender, I say gender. And when I hear sex, I don't think physical sex. I think, no. like... Fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's also kind of a boomer thing to hear sex and think gender because yeah. it used to just be that's how it was before Ruth Bader before Ruth Gated before Ruth Bader Ginsburg came along and switched it up. Yeah. Um that's used to used to just use sex to describe male, female in between. So Yeah, of course. Um some boomers are like, Oh yeah, sex meaning is in gender. Mm-hmm. Which but, is definitely what she means by the tweet. Oh yeah. But if you didn't know that, <laughs> mm. just you know, dress however you please, call yourself whatever you like, sleep with whatever consenting adult you want. It seems like a sex positive tweet, mm. but that's not what it is at all. <laughs> it's transphobic. No. Yeah. It's talking about gender roles and how trans women aren't really women. Mm. Fuck off, JK. So that was all that I wanted to say about that. Yeah. Um, don't don't jump to the worst conclusion if you see people liking the tweet because they yeah. might not know the full context. Just inform them like, hey, this is transphobic, just so you know. And if they're like, yeah, I'm a transphobe, then block that person. <laughs> yeah, then block and person. reported. But if they're like, oh shit, I have no idea, then have mercy. Yeah, yeah. That was all that I wanted to say. Yeah, mostly because I love Mark Hamill and I wanted to give him a chance, yeah. and he came through. Yeah, came through for us. Simple apology. He came through. Yeah. Love that guy. Love that guy. He's doing it right. He's a good boy. Yeah. Um, I had something to say just then. Yeah, fuck JK. <laughs> um, basically. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, no, wait, sorry. I just remembered what I wanted to say. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I want to talk to uh, fans of Harry Potter that are defending JK, even though they know that what she said is transphobic and they're still like, oh, but... You know, it's okay. Like, she still, like, is J.K. Rowling. Yeah, no, that's not okay, guys. That's Mm -mm. not okay. 
fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like, just because someone's your childhood hero and they did, they've done some, like, a lot of good things. Like, J.K. Rowling has donated so much money to charity that she's yeah. become... She's created her own charity. Like, she's... She's done she incredible has work. a lot of positive messages in, the, in a lot of her politics, but that doesn't negate the fact that she is transphobic. Just because mm-hmm. she wrote something amazing and that we all love doesn't negate the fact that she is transphobic. You can still love Harry Potter. And we this, still and do. I still do. Yeah. Like, because it, the funny thing is... Her story and all the messages about love and acceptance and positivity and friendship completely negate her transphobic ideologies. Yeah. So you can love and support the Harry Potter series and have fun with that in the community that's built around it and say, fuck JK. Mm-hmm. You don't need to support this billion, no, millionaire. <laughs> and because she does not care, you get nothing out of it besides alienating fans of the series or friends of yours who are trans or. LGBTQ plus or POC, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et so, what's your angle here? I don't yeah. understand what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, really think long and hard about why you're trying to defend it so much. We were having a really long conversation about this last night, New Year's Eve. <laughs> that's what. That's how we celebrated New Year's Eve, listeners. We lay on the couch, us two and Josh, and we just had a long conversation about criticizing media, Harry Potter. <laughs> and toe sucking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I was saying that a big a big part of how I enjoy media is analyzing it and talking about it and criticizing it. Mm. As should be very obvious to anyone who listens to this podcast, how I love something is by tearing it tearing apart. it apart. So I can still love Harry Potter and acknowledge the transphobia, the racism, the anti-Semitism. I can acknowledge all of those things in the story and talk about them and discuss them and try to think of ways to make them better and still love Harry Potter. And it's possible for you to do that too. But on the flip side, if you decide that those messages in Harry Potter, like one rotten apple spoils the bunch, if it ruins the story for you and you don't want to engage with it anymore, that's also fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's all I have to say on that. <laughs> okay. So more more Potter predictions. So in uh, twenty nineteen, here's some book news. We got four ebooks about the different Hogwarts subjects. They're all called Harry Potter: A Journey Through, and then there's Charms and Defense Against the Dark Arts, Potions and Herbology, Divination and Astronomy, and Care of Magical Creatures. Nice. So. The reason why JK keeps releasing ebooks, which is are because both... of money, 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 because she is basically so powerful that she set up a publishing deal where she gets one hundred percent of the profits from ebooks. Oh god! And she releases all of the ebooks through her own personal platform, which is the Pottermore website. So you can't buy Harry Potter ebooks through any other platform. You can only buy them from her directly, and she gets 100% of the profits. So she keeps releasing ebooks, which are like these, which are supporting books that just give you more information about the work, and also collections of original short stories. She's released those. Is there any way to plagiarize those ebooks? Oh, probably. Probably yeah. you can download them and pirate them and blah, Yeah, blah, blah. download them, pirate them. Go on Libby. It's like a it's like Audible but free because you're like borrowing library books that are audiobooks. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're on that. Yeah, it's like a digital library. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you really don't want to support JK and props to you, like just pirate mm-hmm. the shit out of that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so my prediction is that we're going to continue getting more and more 
ebook Harry Potter stuff because yeah. money, money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also in a much more light-hearted tone, there is a new knitting book about Harry Potter coming out in 2020 called Harry Potter Knitting Magic by Not JK by Tannis Gray. I know that name. Yeah, she's... Oh, she? Sorry, I don't know if this is a woman. They. They have released a bunch of different knitting books, including a Game of Thrones one. That's cute. So it's got designs to knit your own Weasley sweaters and your own house scarves. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. I don't knit, but God, I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm gonna start knitting. (laughs) I wish I knew how to knit so that I could get this book and knit stuff. Tannis Gray, hit us up. Teach me how to knit. (laughs) Please. Oh, the name sounds like Tannis Lowe. That's what I was thinking of from Scott Duggery Pleasant. <laughs> Nerd alert. But probably, probably they're not the same person. <laughs> probably not. Um, only games news that I really have. The Wizards Unite app came out this year, which is the Harry Potter Pokemon Go app. Yeah. I, I have not played it. I didn't even download it, I think. I downloaded it and tried to play it for like a 48 hour period, but I couldn't get into it. I don't know. It... It was fine. I've seen people playing it who really love it. There's some sort of story and, I don't know, it seems engaging. Mm. I think it's also, like, you can connect to other people and actually, like, team mm. up with them and stuff, so that's fun. You can find people that, like, are on the outside of the world and team up with them. Yeah. So you can have your friends on the app, which I think is cool, but I've... This is only what I've learned through Twitter. Yeah. Um, I... It just didn't grab me. No, yeah. It's sort of like... There's some sort of magical problem which is happening and it's taking like things like characters objects things from the harry potter series and transporting them to you and then you have to cast a spell to get rid of them Mm. and then it gives you like a sticker for the things that you've done yeah and for me like it's obviously mimicking the same sort of setup as the pokemon go app but it felt less fun than pokemon go i think oh interesting pokemon go like the pokemon franchise lends itself really well to an arg Mm. mobile game no Mm. not ARG just an augmented reality mobile game because you're going around you're encountering Pokemon encountering Pokemon in the wild capturing them and then you've got them in your Pokedex and you can use those Pokemon in fights makes sense with this it's like you're encountering random shit which shouldn't be there is completely unrelated to the environment (laughs) and then you get rid of it you don't get to keep it you just get like a little picture of it so Mm. I don't know, it felt really hollow to me. Mm. It, I didn't understand why I would want to play it. Okay. So I got rid of it. Look, change my mind. Maybe the game's fantastic, but I've, yeah. I've yet to be convinced. Send us a strongly worded email about why <laughs> Wizards Unite is fantastic and we're complete buffoons. I, I love to hear how much of an idiot I am. I really yeah. do. It's, maybe I'm a bit masochistic. I don't know. I like to hear that I'm a bit wrong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tell Gemma. <laughs> Tell me off. <laughs> Woof. Alright. I don't know. I've got a bit mad this year. <laughs> yeah. We're in a very hot room. We can't have the fan on because we're recording and we're going insane. We do this for you listeners. It's 40 degrees today in Australia. Oh, it's Celsius. So Look that up in Fahrenheit. I don't fucking know what Fahrenheit is. Fahrenheit's not real. It's stupid. Change to Celsius. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's from that country. Another strongly worded email. <laughs> Tell me off. <laughs> Fahrenheit's from that country with the bridge. Yeah, um, yeah. So... where Magneto broke the bridge. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> Hogwarts Mystery is the Harry Potter app game that we both still use and both still play. It's terrible, but I, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I I get frustrated by how 
repetitive and grindy it's gotten, it's gotten really, really grindy. Yeah. It started really story-based, and now it's really timed events. <sighs> Trying to win a new outfit every fucking week. Yeah. Or <laughs> a new blanket for your trunk in your dormitory. I don't I, give a fuck, okay? I don't care. Just give me more story. Give me more dating options. Make it gay. Give me more story. I don't give a fuck yeah. about getting curtains or slippers or shit like that. Like, you know? So I've started taking long breaks from it. I used to be playing it every day, and now I'm not. Now I'm putting it down for, like, a month or two at a time, and then I'll just play for a week and catch up with a few chapters of the story, and then I'll put it away again. Yep. And I'm playing at events, because they do special events, like, around Christmas, Easter, yeah. Halloween. Halloween. So special story events like that, which are timed. Mm. I play those. But yeah, so I've I've really dialed back playing it because I still I like still I like the characters. There's a lot of fun world building and I like the story and I want to see it through to the end, but I'm not I'm not in it for that daily grind. I don't care enough anymore. Yeah. Look, fair. Yeah, so I think I want to say that it's going to wrap up its main storyline this year because there's only two years left in the game. It's into early sixth year now, and it's well, set I feel in like the they're going to drag that out over two years. Yeah, they could drag it out. I yeah. hope they don't. Like, just let it end. <laughs> let things end. It's fine for things to end. <laughs> yeah. And I know that there's there's constantly being more app games that are being developed through the Wizarding World app, which I'll talk about more in a minute. So I feel like we're going to continue getting more apps, more games, but a lot of them are going to be like basically just a Harry Potter theme on like a puzzle game app mm. or a find out find your items app game. Like I there's already fantastic beast an, ones for that. I have a business proposal for a Harry Potter app. Okay. An um, app or a game? An app game. Okay. Um so Wizarding World wherever you are, listen in. This is the big money. <laughs> this is it. Um it's basically like a karaoke singing app, but all of the songs are Harry Potter songs. So they're wizard rock. Mm-hmm. I guess, no, you can't do that. Sorry. Copyright. But they're like uh, Weird Sisters, Celestina Warbreck, Make Up Your Own Songs, Hubble Bubble, Toil and Trouble, all those like Harry Potter songs. Okay. I would play the fuck out of that. That'd be fun. Do you have Harry Potter parodies of existing pop songs, like the Dark Lord parody of Katy Perry's Dark no, Horse? No, 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 no. Nothing that can be sued. Okay. <laughs> no, it's things that exist in universe. Like ho- a cauldron full of hot, strong love. Yeah, and you charm the heart right out of me, and can you dance like a hippogriff, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. And you sing along with your friends? Yeah, I guess. And then they record it. It's kind of like how TikTok began. Yeah. That was just a sing... Um, was it Musical.ly? What was that? The app? Well, I've, I don't know. Some yeah. sort of music singing app. Musical.ly, I, I think, was a thing. And it's like, what are you sing? And I don't know. That's an idea. That's something different. Yeah, that would mm. be interesting. Mm. I feel like people would download it and use it a lot for like a month or two. And, and then, then it, it would, would be never be used again. <laughs> Which is like how most... That's the life cycle of most apps. Yep. <laughs> it's unusual for an app to last more than a month. Um, the only other thing that I think is really notable in the world of Harry Potter at the moment is there's a shift away from Harry Potter in the marketing of Harry Potter because Harry's story is kind of done. Mm. So what they're pushing now is Wizarding World. Yeah. You would have seen the logo for it. It's a bunch of wands in a half circle, like a book with its pages open. Yeah. I really love the logo. I think it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It looks yeah, fun. It looks fun. Yeah, it's on all the Fantastic Beast movies. So I think Pottermore is gone now. Pottermore is now WizardingWorld.com. There's the Wizarding World app, which is what you're supposed to be using instead of Pottermore. So I think that that indicates to me that the Wizarding World is going to keep expanding. Oh, yeah. We're going to keep getting more content. 
more garbage. Mm. It's never going to stop. It's just going to grow and grow and grow forever. Which is exhausting and predictable. And I think I think it's what I predicted in our very, very first Pot of Predictions, Predictions episode. Yeah. That this was exactly what was going to happen and it was going to get exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be like a six-year-long weekend at Bernie's, I think we said. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, I, years ago, when I was young and naive, 2017, (laughs) I I would have loved the idea of a Wizarding World. Like, the thought of, like, oh, like, the, the story of Harry Potter... Like, and the wizards can be, you, you can learn about different stories outside of Harry's life. I don't want to hear yeah. any more about Harry. I want to hear about, you know, struggling Quidditch teams in Australia or mm-hmm. like, you know, um, a, a, like a school in, in Japan or things like that. But back then I was thinking it'd be great if the rights to those stories were given to people that were not J.K. Rowling and Steve Clovis. Because yeah. as we learned from the whole magical America thing that JK pulled. She can't write about countries that aren't Britain. She just yeah. can't. She's not allowed to. It's too neo-colonialist, okay? It's creepy. And mm. so she needs to stay in her lane. And so maybe we get people that are actually belonging to those countries and ethnicities and cultures to write about their own countries, ethnicities and cultures. Wild yeah. concept, I know. Wild. But that would have been great if we could have had expanded the wizarding world like that. So Basically, they just loosened the reins, Warner Bros. and JK, to be like, hey, you pitch in your ideas of what kind of stories, movies, shows, anything you want to write about the Harry Potter universe, and if we approve it, which would be scru- like scrupulous approval, yeah, yeah. then it'll go forward and we can promote that or we can help you. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool, but that's not what, that's not what's happening. <laughs> we live in a Disney Monopoly universe yeah. where everyone has strict control of what can be said and... All, I'm sorry to I'm I'm sorry Brazil I'm so sorry about what's going to happen to your <laughs> to your magical country in I'm the so Fantastic sorry. Beast movie. I feel sorry for you. Oh my god, it's, le- <laughs> it's late stage capitalism, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm. like yeah, I already feel bad enough reading about like all the foreign magical schools. Just like the little things that we know about them, they seem really kind of stereotyped, shallow. Mm. really awkward. I'm like, I wish someone who wasn't white and western had had written this. You yeah. Know? Like, it's just... And I'm dreading the day when she writes about the Australian school because I can feel... I can feel the sort of things that she's yeah. gonna do and I'm like, oh my god. I've I've seen so many takes on the Australian school... That are great. Not... That are, that are great. I've seen great takes and I've also seen terrible takes that were very clearly not done by Australians. One I saw was... <laughs> The Ministry of Magic operates outside of a hollowed-out Ayers Rock. Ew! No! no! Yeah. Over the roof, first of all. Yeah, first of, you got <laughs> Listeners, you couldn't see that, but I did big air quotes around Ayers Rock, because it's not called Ayers Rock, because Ayers didn't discover it. Ayers can go fuck himself. It's called Uluru, <laughs> and it is sacred to the indigenous people of Australia. You're first not of all, allowed to white touch people, it. <laughs> white people need to get off it. Stop climbing the big rock. Ew, God. And second of all, you can't hollow it out and fill it full of fictional wizards. That's so fucked up. That's it's so fucked good. up. It's <laughs> the most fucked up shit I've heard today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Um, yeah, not that. <laughs> yeah, not that. We have a lot of thoughts about what the Australian Wizarding School would be like, but that's another episode. Yeah. We've... <laughs> We've come very, very close to doing our Wizarding School episodes and our Australian Magical Worlds episodes. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, there's still more information coming out. Mm. So it's it feels preemptive to do Magical School episodes now when we don't have the full picture. 
which is why we've held back from it. But it is coming. See, I want to do it before we get the full picture, so that when we come up with something better, and then JK has her crappy shit later, and maybe some of her stuff is like, like similar to what we thought of, and we can be like, "Ha! Huh, give us copyright money. We <laughs> thought of it first. We Publish just... date." Here it is. But no, okay. no. Let, let's not attract JK's attention <laughs> towards this podcast and demand her money. Oh no, that's, she will that's absolutely not go well. Yeah. <laughs> She'll this, put a hit on us, let's uh, be real. This is a fan work. <laughs> <laughs> this is satire. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You can't prove we're real, we're robots. <laughs> yeah, okay, and that's that's all I've got for Potter predictions for 2019. 20... I mean, not 2019, <laughs> 2020. Wow. It'd be good if I remember what year it is. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, that's me. That's me too. I, I don't have many predictions. Um, so, do we want to get into our special announcements? Yes. Yes. Special announcement. I was about to do a drum roll, then I realized that would be terrible audio. Let's just clap again. <laughs> Perfect. That's what you listeners love to hear. <laughs> All right. Um, special announcements. We are joining a podcast network. Hey, da, 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 da. we did it. We did it. <laughs> And guess what, listeners? I fucked my way in. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> as of this episode, there may have been something at the intro which already spoiled this announcement, but I don't know. And probably our logo has a little flag yeah, on it. Yeah. You may have already realised. We have joined That's Not Canon Productions. Hooray! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Fantastic. It's... <laughs> The the network that Jem's boyfriend's podcast is on. I fucked my way in, guys. <laughs> it's been my plan all along. <laughs> the whole reason you started dating him. Mm-hmm. You can once we're officially got our first episode up. Once this episode's up, you can just break it off with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> no, precious, precious Josh. We love him. We love you, Josh. Um. So yeah. Uh, now that we're part of a network, um. Basically, uh, what does it mean, actually? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why have we done this? Why have we done this? <laughs> so it basically means that we have partnered up with a bunch of other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Brisbane-based. It's a Brisbane-based podcast network. We're going to be promoting on their podcast, and their podcast is going to be promoting on our podcast. Yeah. And we're all working together to create content, yeah. support each other, help each other. Yeah. That's what a podcast network is. Yes. It's embarrassing that I'm explaining this to you. <laughs> Look, <laughs> my job was to fuck our way in. <laughs> Your job was to negotiate our terms. <laughs> no, like, that's not kind of great. I listened to a bunch of their different podcasts. They're great people, great um, content producers. So some of my favorite podcasts are like... Um, Murder in the Land of Oz, mm. um, obviously Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, yes. the podcast. Um, I love Disney versus Disney Debates, you love, mm-hmm. and then they fucked. And then they fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I've only just started listening to And That's Not Canon shows, because we're joining the network. I've, I'm going to listen to all of the shows, and I will be telling you about them as I listen to them. Yeah. Not in huge detail, but I'll just be like, here's what I've been listening to. So the first one that I listened to, possibly I started in alphabetical order, I can't remember, is And Then They Fucked. It's a show where they read out terrible erotic fan fiction. Uh, it's real messed up. I love it. It's so <laughs> funny. I listen to it at work. I've almost yanked my headphones out of my phone and have it blast really, really loud, really violent mm. erotica at yep. work. That was scary. Love this show. Couldn't recommend it more. For those who are fans of, like, Dad wrote a porno, it's, like, yeah. similar vibes, but it's, like, the whole world of fan fiction. Yes. <laughs> Characters and situations you would not believe existed. 
So the sort of changes that you can expect to see from our show now that we've joined That's Not Canon, obviously we've got a new intro, you would have heard that already, we're going to have a new outro, you might see ads and sponsors on our show in the future, Mm -hmm. we also might potentially have more guests, and we might be guessing on other shows, but we'll see how that goes. We'll be playing that by ear as we Mm -hmm. go. We're also going to have music changes, because we won't be able to use the official Harry Potter soundtrack anymore. Yeah, suddenly we're not allowed to use copyrighted (laughs) material. Even though we always mention who wrote it, thanks John Williams. (laughs) I've probably said his name like at least 200,000 times. (laughs) This is a work of satire, which means we're allowed to use John Williams' copyrighted music. That's not true. We were never allowed to use that music. We just did it anyway. Yeah. I mean, look, John Williams can sue us. We've got no money. (laughs) So don't encourage him to sue us. John Williams, don't sue us. This is a parody. <laughs> He's a bro. He wouldn't do that. Here we all my Spotify rap to John Williams. Don't do this. <laughs> um. So other changes that we're going to be doing. These aren't necessarily related to us joining That's Not Canon Productions. We're just like, well, we've got to make one change. Yeah. We may as well make several changes at the same time. In for a penny. In for a pound. Yeah. We're going to be setting up a Redbubble store where we will be selling merch. She says we. Rhea means that she'll be designing and selling all the merch. Yes. <laughs> Rhea will be using her incredibly limited graphic design abilities <laughs> to create merch. Hey, if you are, if graphic design is your passion, give Rhea a uh, DM on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, uh, I just don't know how to do it, but I'm going to try my best. Please don't criticise me. I'm not open to criticism at this time. <laughs> But if there's something that you want to see in that Redbubble store that you're interested in, I will just let me know and I'll try and create something like that because, I don't know, we're, we're just looking for ideas at the moment. Yeah, just slide into those DMs. And the other thing that we're doing is we're setting up a Patreon. Hooray! Yay! Yay! Wouldn't it be good to have money for proper equipment? <laughs> yeah, we, we have not updated on any of our equipment because we are poor. Yeah. Um, I've never, like, felt comfortable with asking for money, but you know what? Can I have some money? <laughs> um, maybe we deserve it. <laughs> Look, if, fair enough, if you guys do not want to give us money, please do not give us money. If you cannot afford to give us money, do not give us money. Yeah, and if you just don't want to, you don't have to. But yeah. if you do, drop a dollar. Gold yeah. coin donation. So we should talk about our Patreon levels, actually. Yes. So we're going to have three levels. The first is... Nuts. So when you bust a nut, that's $2 a month. <laughs> that's a gold coin donation. Um, either all of this is going to be in Australian dollars or it will be in American dollars. We don't know how to use Patreon Australian yet. dollars, probably. If we can choose that, it's going to be in Australian dollars. If Patreon chooses for us, it will be in US dollars. <laughs> um... So yeah, that's two dollars a month, and with like a special bonus you get from that is that you can suggest a podcast topic to us, and we will do that topic. Yeah, provided that we haven't done it already, or you know, yeah, you know. So you can suggest a pod, you can suggest an episode for our podcast, a question that we can ask, or a topic, or something like that. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll probably workshop it with you to turn it into something that we think we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, suggest something or ask something, and we will do an episode about it. Yeah. Uh, the next level is sickles. That's five dollars a month. You can uh, suggest a topic, and then we will also make a personalized voice message, which is from us to you, and it should be up to like a minute long, and we'll yeah. say whatever you want us to say, within reason. <laughs> okay? Within reason, and we can veto anything. <laughs> we can veto anything. I'm not going to do anything 
fascist or <laughs> I'm not doing any I'm not doing any readings in Mein Kampf or anything like that I'm not doing that yeah. sexual stuff you know I'll do yeah, that like, maybe, I don't yeah. care hey 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 maybe look if you we'll op- see if you offer me a thousand dollars maybe I'll send a foot pic I don't care thousand dollars <laughs> you've got incredible feet <laughs> I've got weird feet anyone with a weird foot kink <laughs> yeah your feet are weird we've both got weird feet weird feet run in the family <laughs> We haven't talked about our feet yet on this podcast. No, no. We've talked about a lot about other weird body stuff. We're not feet yet. Mm. Anyway, that's the, that's the next um, level. <laughs> yeah, so we could do a like a special shout out to someone. We could record your voicemail message. We could do a birthday message. I could sing for you if that's what you want. Yeah, we could do like a ringtone or a text response. We message. could read out yeah. a passage of fan fiction. Yes, mm-hmm. provided it's less than a minute long or up to a minute long. Yeah, dramatic reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, anything like that. And then the third level is Galleons, which is $10 a month. You can suggest a podcast topic, um, and we'll do the personalised voice message. And you, you can also um, suggest to us a sink or float episode for any fandom. So it doesn't have yes. to be Harry Potter, because we know that sink or float episodes are pretty popular. So if, if you love sink or float, and you want us to do a sink or float episode about a Doctor Who pairing, or Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings pairing, or Futurama pairing, any fandom that comes into your brain that maybe we've watched or seen or read, yeah. then we will do that for you. Yes. So for our $10 a month patrons, we will do an exclusive Patreon-only Sink or Float episode. Does not have to be about Harry Potter. Any fandom, any pairing, we'll watch it, we'll research it, yep. we'll do the show. And it will be only through Patreon, so only you will be able to access it. Yeah. You and all the other Galleon-level patrons. Yeah. Um, is that everything we have to talk about? I think that's everything. That's all of our announcement. Yeah. But part of That's Not Canon. Thanks for having us, That's Not Canon. We love you. (laughs) You're stuck with us now. (laughs) Um, yeah. Alright, um, I've been Jam, and this year, we say fuck JK Rowling. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Rhea, and this year we say we love trans people. We love trans women. We love trans men. We love trans folk. We love trans folk. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.